Belly up to the bar, barflies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming back to the program. I'm so glad to have you here. This is the third episode of the Midwestern Barfly Podcast, and it is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have our very own store. It's our very own merch store where you can find all the goofy merch that you could desire. We have great lines such as the pound, uh, Winbet's Pound Beers line, excuse me, the I'm My Grandma's Bookie line, the Summer Bods Are Overrated line. You can get all this in t-shirts, you can get it in tank tops, you can get it in hoodies. We'll have hoodies when the fall time comes. All this great selections could be yours if you head over to our shop. You will see a link down below wherever you are listening to this podcast, and you can browse our entire store. Fill up your cart and use the promo code MWBFG for 25 percent off your order that is mwbfg for 25 percent off your order and go nuts we want to see you in our merch and if you do buy some make sure to tag us on social media when you take a picture in our merch we love to see it and we'll we'll retweet it share it let the world show that you are a barfly indeed now that that is out of the way though let's get into the show we got a good line of topics to go through but the first one to start off with, let's talk about one of my favorite teams in the world. Let's talk about the Chicago Cubs and the one and only Wilson Contreras. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to start this episode talking a little bit about baseball. Now, this isn't going to be like last week where we're talking about a couple idiots smacking each other over fantasy football. No, we're going to talk about actual baseball. We're going to talk about the Chicago Cubs, or we're going to talk about Wilson Contreras and his contract situation. Now, for those of you that don't know, Wilson's been in the league for a little bit now. Uh, he was part of the 2016 team that won the World Series, and he's coming up on the end of his contract. Which begs the question, what would you do with someone of his talent that is coming up on the end of his contract? Would you trade him? Or would you re-sign him? Now, I know there's two schools of thought to this. I know there's two sides to this story. But to me, I feel like the Cubs would be stupid not to re-sign him. And here's why. Now, I get it. I get that trading him is going to bring in a lot of prospects. I know I, I get a talent like him. With a talent like him, you can get an absolute haul of young guys to help build your team for the future. But at the same time, what's a team without a leader? What's a team without that veteran presence in the clubhouse to help push them to the promised land? What is it? It's just a bunch of young guys pussyfooting around on the field. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, Dave Ross, the manager, he can do all he can with this team if Wilson were to go and you were just bringing a bunch of young talent and like Joe Schmoes on the like into 
into the locker room, into the clubhouse. But you need that guy that's done it already. You need that guy like Wilson who has who has a ring, who's playing at the top of his game, who, by the way, is playing is a catcher. And personally, I don't think catchers the, the catcher position in baseball is the deepest. Like to me, I could probably name off the top of my head five, maybe six catchers that are up at the top there. And then once you get after that, it just kind of tailors off, trails off there. So with a position like that, why would you get rid of him? And why not just re-sign him? Because I get he's going to garner a lot of extra money. You're going to have to sign him to a big paycheck. But guess what? You did that to Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward has not lived up to that bill that we that you paid him. What did he, what did the Cubs sign him to? 8 years, 100 god knows how many million dollars. It's the most ridiculous contract ever next to Soriano back in the day, but I mean, at least he smacked smacked a couple home runs and stole a few bases now and again. But you see, I just look at Wilson and I go, this is going to be the this should be the guy that leads this team. He's like 30 years old. Like I said, he has already won a title. He knows what it takes to play in the bigs. Why don't you make him your veteran presence? Because why don't you make him the guy to help mold this team into what it, what you know it can become? Because think about it. Like you don't even have to go into those into the the leadership stuff. Think about how, what he's doing right now at the plate. This man is hitting 276. That's second amongst catchers. And to be honest, he's got 20 at 20 more at bats than the guy that's in first. So really, I'm going to call him first. I'm going to say he's first in batting average. He's got nine home runs, first amongst catchers. 45 hits, first amongst catchers. And a 401 on base percent on base percentage, first amongst catchers. He's doing great. He's playing like an elite catcher. And to me, you should just resign him. Open up the fucking wallet, Tom Ricketts, and resign this guy. Make make him a cub for life. Make sure he does not leave those pinstripes. Make sure he does not leave Cubby Blue. Cuz if you don't, you're going to you will get prospects. But with the way that this team has traded in the past without Epstein, I don't fucking trust him. I don't trust this team to get what we need for this guy. I think they're going to completely upsell whoever wants to wants to do a deal and get screwed in the end. And you're just going to let Wilson walk because you're going to piss him off. We need to do something here. Sign him now. Please. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for the next segment, uh, I want to talk about talk about a fun story, which I thought was funny. But the lesson behind it is never leave a sporting event early. Especially hockey. Never leave a hockey game early. Why is that? Well, because my buddies and I did that, and it 
almost became one of the worst decisions of our lives. So, so a few years ago, the, we were at a Chicago Wolves game. And, you know, it's, an, it's like an AHL team, kind of like a the next level down from the bigs. And so it's a fun game. Always a nice game to go to. And there were two, two and a half minutes left. Wolves were up by two. So we thought, okay, let's beat the traffic. Let's beat the people out of here. Let's get going. Game's wrapped up. We get out onto the concourse. We were on the concourse for maybe six seconds. And all of a sudden, a siren goes off and just the place erupts. Ah! Just everybody freaking out. Wolf scored. As soon as we hit the fucking concourse, the wolf scored. And we thought, okay, so, okay, it's fine. It's wrapped up. There, there's, there's the bow on it. Fat lady singing. Let's keep on moving. Sure enough, 15 to 30 seconds go by. Another siren goes off. Another eruption from the crowd. Ah! The wolf scored yet again to go up. If I can do my math right, four goals. Because they were up two, three, four, four goals. And at that point, we were just like, are you freaking kidding me? It's just about to pop off at this within the last two minutes of the fucking game as we're trying to leave. So anyway, we just keep going. We're like, okay, it's going to end here. As soon as we almost get out the door, there's like pillars, like pedestals, right by the exit. And on those, they have little TVs. So, like, if you're on the concourse getting a beer or whatnot, you can still watch the game as you're getting your beer. We see just an absolute brawl just happen. It wasn't even a normal fight between two guys on the ice, whatever. Both teams, both teams, all the guys on the ice just fighting each other. And we're just sitting there. We're like, are you freaking kidding me? This is the first fight of the night, and we're trying to leave right now? It's It was astounding. And... We were standing there watching this screen and my buddy just out of nowhere just goes, why are we watching this here if it's going on in there? And he was right. We were just standing there in awe watching this. And we're like, what the fuck are we doing? Let's watch it live. So we go back in the arena and we catch the tail end of it. But the best part of this fight was they figured out who was to blame, who they're kicking out, penalties, all that shit. Turns out the guys that went back in the tunnel, going to the dressing room, they met up with each other. They started fighting in the tunnel. It was so dope. And we got to catch it on the screen, on the Jumbotron. Everybody was laughing. Everybody was having a good time. It was fantastic. And I have to admit, it was the probably the greatest hockey, hockey game I've ever been to in my entire life. The fact they had a WWE-style melee in the fucking tunnel heading to the dressing rooms just capped off the night for me and it just made me go I'm never leaving a sporting event early ever again because you never know what could happen it doesn't matter if your team's up by five or down by five crazy shit's bound to pop off so I hope you take this lesson folks expect the unexpected Wait till the end, get your money's worth, because who knows what's going to happen. Alright, so for the final segment of the show, I wanted to do a little bit of uh, the retail stories. Now, for those of you that have been around the uh, around the page for a while, the OG fans of Midwestern Barfly Gazette, you'll know that I do these retail stories every now and again. 
And these are stories from my buddy. I call him Ezekiel on the on the page just because I can't use his real name and because I think Ezekiel is a funny name. So uh, I call him Ezekiel. He and he always gives me these out of the box crazy retail stories that he get that happens to him at his job. And so I I enjoy sharing these and the latest one he gave me I tried to share it. I tried to write it, but I couldn't figure out the best way to write it. I didn't couldn't think of a way that would really emphasize what was going on in the written form. So I thought might as well share it on the show because I think it'd be funnier to like explain it using my words. So Ezekiel, my good friend, he um for those of you that don't know, is a cashier. Uh, a lot of his stories are based when he is working as a cashier. And there was this one day where he met two very lovely people that just said the craziest sentences to him that he's ever heard in his entire life. Now, he wants me to stress, these two people were just absolute sweethearts. Nicest people he met all day. Nothing, no bad words about him. No bad blood. But... <laughs> But just what they asked him was so out there, it just made him think, why? Why would you ask a complete stranger that particular question? So, to get into it, the first person, really nice lady, he told he told me about. She, uh, she came in, made a purchase, this, that, whatever. And they were having a great conversation about how, like, the weather plans after work plans on for the day this that what have you and as soon as the transaction ended out of nowhere this woman looked at my friend and just says to him do i smell like manure do i smell like manure now if someone came up to you a complete stranger came up to you and asked you do i smell like manure the fuck are you at what the fuck are you telling them what are you going to tell them? Oh, yeah, you smell like shit? Come on. I mean, how are you supposed to answer that question? My my buddy, being a very intellectual person, said, No, ma'am, I would never even guess it unless you said something, but I don't smell anything. But it's just one of the most random things you would tell somebody or you would ask somebody. Because to me, when you if you were to ask me, like things about your person or about your car like hey do i do you see that bump on my car hey uh do you see this stain on my shirt if you point it out chances are they're gonna notice it and for me that's the same way if you point it out chances are i'm gonna notice it but if you don't point it out it's just gonna go right on by i don't care if you smell like manure or not there's no shot that my buddy would have realized that you smelled like shit unless you said something. And it's just, it's just crazy to me. But what's crazier is literally four transactions later, my Ezekiel had this guy come up and he must've been a wrestler. Cause he, he said he was a, like a, a built dude. Like he looked like a wrestler and he said, they said, hi, hi, whatever. And the first sentence out of this guy's mouth to my friend was, hey, should I get this drained? And my friend looks up 
And this guy is pointing to his cauliflower ear and says, should I get this trained? Just two crazy sentences, one after another. The cauliflower ear being the craziest because it's like, my friend's not a doctor. He's not going to tell you, yeah, you should get a trained or no, you shouldn't get a trained. He doesn't know the first thing about cauliflower ears and all that. So why would you ask that? Why would you ask anybody that? Because again, going back to what I already said, that's just something where unless you point it out, a person is not going to notice it. I wouldn't notice it. My Ezekiel wouldn't notice it. It's just, it's just what it is. But you know what? They're, they're interesting people out there. And I'm thankful for them because they provide a lot of content for this fucking website. But oh my god. Retail just scares me. That's all I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, looks like that is all the time we have for the show. We don't have any voicemails or emails to get to today. So, time to wrap it up. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you again for listening in. Make sure to check out the link to our store below because we are sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette shop. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Peace out. Take care.